0: Well, the first thing I've got to say because I know now we are recording, we are actually now recording number five with my co-host uh Chris
1: pleasure to meet you, Chris
0: yeah, so between the two of us as well, we'll be uh interrogating i mean sorry interviewing you um so obviously we this is primarily because obviously we have obviously such a history building with regards to apes and mutants and um, we kind of basically want you to run us through. How did you first find out, going back to the board Apes, how did you first find that project?
1: Buckle up, guys. This is quite a story. And there's only a few of us. Uh, but that's okay. It's fun. So this... Um... It starts back to like a day in June or late May when I run a global technology recruiting firm. So we help, people, we help firms hire some of the best and brightest people in the world for technology. And in my company, I have a few friends. One of my friend, uh, like best friends, and this guy is my best friend and the CEO of my company, comes into my office one day and he goes, dude, we're missing out. Crypto punks, me bits, be friends, Z horses, He did not say Ford API Club, but it was right before the V friend drop, and he was like, we got to get our ETH ready. We need to have ETH. He's like, one of my friends has 100 ETH ready. Like, we need ETH. We need to get ready. And I was like, okay, so we got ETH ready. We didn't have 100 ETH. That's a lot. And I was sitting on a lot of Bitcoin then, and I was like, I was so scared to convert my Bitcoin into ETH and do this stuff, but I was like... I'm an ape at heart, and I'm just like fuck it, you know. So first, I see the Z1Z, and like I'm a little bit of a <sighs> Vicky. How do I say this? I'm a little bit of a spoiled brat, but like I'm not a spoiled brat where my daddy pays for everything. I'm a spoiled brat where like I've made it in life on my own. From like working in a bagel store to a pizza store to tell marketing to building a multi-million dollar company, so like. I'm a little bit of a selfish brat when it comes to like wanting what I want, which is fair, I think, right? If I, it's like my money and stuff, so I go for the best. So I go for Z1. I go for the Z1 horse. This is still you need this part of the story. So I get the Z1 horse. I think it costs like thirty-six thousand dollars because I wasn't all that early with this stuff. I was kind of like you know, just getting in. Um, I guess it was kind of early, and so was I was in your, the. That Z-
0: was your was that your first NFT then? The Z1 yes. for thirty-six k.
1: First NFT, 36K Z1. Second one, no, first one, I lied. First one was a Z2 and it was like 19K. And then I was like sitting there and I was like, you know what? Fuck it. And I went in for the Z1. So then I had Z2, Z1. Still have them. Never raced them, never bred them. They're both females, which is a big attribute in the Z game. And they're doing quite well. They're probably, the Z1 is probably up 5X or 6X, in my opinion, Um, maybe even more. And then the other one's doing pretty well. But what happened was I was getting involved in the Zed game. So I bought like, quote unquote, a shitty horse. You know, like just something that was like a quarter, half an eighth or something. Um, And the horse isn't all that great. I don't even know what class it is. I don't even know its name, whatever. Um, And I was just playing with it. And I was playing with Zed. And I was getting involved in the Zed community. And what I noticed was that like my buddy who got me in had this weird little eight monkey picture. Right? (laughs) And then... Everybody in the Zed community on these Discord had the the A picture, and I was kind of like feeling like to be a cool kid, I gotta have an A picture. No, and I know you know my first one I bought, which is my H Bizzle quote unquote. I'll never get rid of it. I bought it for 0.39. and it's a stuntman man with a cat ammo growing across his chest. I don't know why that one appealed to me. It just did. You know, I like the American flag, helmet or whatever. And then over the next day or two. I kept buying them. I was obsessed with buying them and selling them. I even flipped some at like 70 cents, 80 cents, 90 cents. When I say cents, I mean like 0.7 ETH, obviously. <laughs> but I was flipping them. People get thrown off when I say that. Um, I wasn't that early, guys. Um, but I was flipping them. I remember even there was one day that the market went up. It went down. It crossed over at uh, 1 ETH. And then it came down under 1 eighth, And I didn't know about WE th- bids. And I got caught with a ETH bid. At 1.07 for Vietnam ape. Vietnam is the Vietnam shirt. You know, the army shirt. And mm-hmm. I was like, so pissed that I got this ape at oh. 1.07 ETH. I was so pissed. It was my 11th ape. And then my buddy next to me, who my buddy Darren at work, he was like, dude, what is wrong with you? I got one of these pictures. Like, you end up with 11 of these fucking ape pictures? What is wrong with you? And I was like, I don't know, man. I guess I'm an ape. You know, and that, ever since me and my friends have said that, like, I turned into an ape. I am an ape. The night of the mutation with the serum, I drank the serum, you know. Like oh, no, I that's had... too
0: quick. You're, you're jumping ahead to the mutants. We haven't even finished the ape story yet. So, see so you've got 11 apes. Um, and is that where you're at now? Or have you bought and sold any of those?
1: Um, well, no, you know what? I had to sell four of them just to pay my gas bills. Ugh, we don't
0: like that word, the gas word
1: i'm kidding that was a joke you didn't even laugh i said i had to sell four of them to pay my gas bills. no um i don't have them all now i've made moves <laughs> along the way um i kind of like it was like a really happy camper when this happened i also jumped in and uh, why i got the name SniperBot bot was because uh gutter cats i like sniped off some really good ones early on and just loved that name SniperBot. bot and like started tweeting about like these snipes that i'm able to do i sniped a, a kaiju Earlier, that, uh, was that yesterday or today? It's all one day to me. I don't know. I <laughs> sniped a kaiju, a sick kaiju. I can tell you about that after. Um, but I do it on traits. I look for, like, something, and then I see it. Like, the kaiju I got, I got it at 5 eve. I could relist it at 649, just the way the floors and the traits work out. You know what I'm saying? Like, so yeah. I was sniping gutter cats. I got involved with a crypto punk. One of the greatest moves I made in the space was buying two crypto punks. My first one was at eighteen, and I paid a broker one ETH to get it for me. So my once again the buddy that got me Darren, he's like, dude, you are such an idiot. Everybody, where you're just spending extra money. You paid a guy an ETH to get you a crypto punk broker. Oh my god, you're such a you're you're such a sucker, right? Check out this story, Vicky. That transaction, my first crypto punk broker, made me so much money because he this broker helped me. He's not he, Whatever. whatever us just call him magic man. The magic man helped me the, <laughs> I don't want to give his real name. The magic man, the magic man helped me get the first broker, helped me get the second uh the first punk, the second punk. And when it was time for me to sell my second punk in the Visa Blitz where it went up like punks went crazy, I was like, Should I sell one? He was like, Yeah, if you ever want to take money off the table, it's a good time. We priced it out. He helped me. Anytime I've ever had a problem in this whole entire space for the last three months, this guy's helped me. And so I made 99 ETH on the second one. On the second one, I bought it for 19.4 and I sold it for 119 ETH. He helped me the whole way, okay? On top of, you know, him helping me, he was a developer in this thing called Crypto dick Butts. So he <laughs> sent me like six or seven of those. Then he was a developer on the Cryptodes. And I didn't get to mint one, so he just threw me a Cryptode as a friend. Dude, the Cryptode that he sent me is a rare one and it's worth like 15 ETH, you know? So like... It's just cool in this space. The reason I go through this elaborate story, it's sometimes you pay to play, you pay to get access, you pay to buy this one particular, you know, there's many different drops or things that I'm part of where yesterday there was something in the metaverse. There's like the best group, the dream team in the metaverse. They have their own special drop. It's called the last slice collective. And it's impossible to get one of these things. But if you get one, you're in the in crowd, you pay for access. And that's going to keep happening. You know, like this Tom Billyou thing, you're paying for access to Tom and his team. Even the V Friends, you know, you're paying for access to who knows what. I'll stop there, but it's not about V Friends. So let's continue with the apes. So I built this nice portfolio kind of quickly with the CryptoPunks, with Access, got a bunch of dogs, got all the, the serums. I thought for a minute I was going to go hot on the M2 serum and just buy every single one I could. So, um, in, the,
0: in, the, in the middle of that, when you got, so obviously you got all these apes, uh, and then when the drop came, obviously you got, obviously, how many dogs did you get?
1: I think I, still, I have like 15 dogs. I think I got 11 dogs.
0: Obviously, that that must have been, I mean, I got my ape after that drop, so I didn't get a dog, but I mean, that must have been kind of a bit of a like a, kind of shocked the system that all of a sudden these kind of non-founders are basically giving you, like, obviously a license to print money. You've got these free these dogs.
1: You know what's crazy is when that started happening, yeah, and I think my my confirmation that the things I would, I'm doing in this space are right started to, you know, more check marks next to my name, you know, so it gave me a little bit more ammo that, like, fuck, I know what I'm doing, you know, which is... Yeah. Fucking dangerous for a guy like me. Um, but isn't it?
0: Did you ever get like um when you're looking at things? I, I know everyone's different that I've met. Some people kind of go straight in. Other people just have like a like like a weird gut feeling of like the moves that you're making when you make them. You get like a weird feeling come over you that you know it's right.
1: You know it's tough for me, Vicky. I'm gonna be honest. This is tough for me. The move I knew was right like a week or a couple of weeks ago. Was to sell a couple apes, which I did, and I said I should put it all in Bitcoin because I took out of my Bitcoin to get back in, and I knew that was the right move because then when Bitcoin goes up, I don't have to feel like an idiot. I didn't do it; I put it in some other project that actually hasn't done too well. I don't want to talk about, um, but and I'm watching Bitcoin go up, so it's hard to always be right. You know, it's um, I actually grew up as a. Grew up. I actually, for the last bunch of years, have been a, like a huge believer in Bitcoin. So for me to tap into all my Bitcoin, go into the NFTs, and do all that is is um it was a big move. And now I'm trying to figure out how to play it right. And what I would say is, I don't think I'm going to hit it again, like you know, eight to ten X again on my on my moves. You know, like I think that happens once. I think I've, I've made a couple good moves. I could skim beneath here. I could make a half an ETH here. I bought sixty-five lonely frogs the other night. I flipped out of most of them. Like it was fun, you know, and then I get I do it the next night, it worked, and then the next night I got caught with a bag. So like I could play those games. But I think what's more fascinating is that by when I got the dogs, it was like ding 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 ding. Keep checking that account. Like there's a couple accounts on the internet, evaluate.market and um nftbank.ai. If you haven't checked out nftbank.ai, it's exciting. Um, depending on how you look at it. But it gives you a portfolio value of your whole collection. It's pretty interesting. For free.
0: And with your your dogs, did you decide you were going to keep them or you knew straight away you were going to potentially flip most of them? it's
1: interesting I didn't even think about flipping them. I didn't even think. I love the dogs. I keep the dogs. I actually like the dogs now. I'm almost – I love them as a prized possession of the whole collection, which I could talk about for hours. But I kept the dogs. Would never think about selling the dogs. I thought I needed the dogs because I thought you needed them for the mutation – I was wrong. I guess we all got a mutation serum, right? How many? Let's yeah. back up. Enough about me. How many apes or mutants or? Tell me your your story. It is Chris's about story.
0: you. <laughs> oh, this is about me. Yeah, it's all about you. Well, a yeah, frame of you...
1: reference, you and Chris. Tell me your holdings and when you got apes or mutants. Just no, so no, I understand. It,
0: it, we can tell you afterwards, but but this this is all about your moment. People want to hear about. It. So you've got all these dogs. Now, one of the things I'm fascinated by is obviously people still don't really know about these dogs, what they're going to do. And I have a kind of a special place in my heart for any dogs that I see that have weapons. So have yours oh. got, oh. got weapons?
1: Oh, my God. Did you? Are you setting me up? Did you look at my wallet?
0: I've not. Uh, i would say right now, I'm not a very good interviewer. I haven't done any research. I'm just here with my third glass of wine.
1: What type of wine?
0: Uh, White red? I actually that. shared a picture of it if you're really, really that interested. I did actually share a picture of it to Gary because it's one of Gary's wines. So. Yeah, so
2: you're I on actually, Bordeaux. You're just,
1: we're talking... <laughs> so, I'm sorry. I didn't even uh, skip a beat there. But we were talking Roadmap 2.0 the other, a week or two ago. I don't know if you were on that conversation, but someone was talking... Oh my God, did I sell? Did one of my dogs sell?
0: <laughs> I didn't was, buy it. That'd be that crazy. Would be good, I would have
1: a whole bunch of ETH in my account, wouldn't
0: I? See, you just mentioned you had some really good dogs. Somebody in the audience has probably gone off and sniped your dog because they thought that'd be funny.
1: Well, Wouldn't that be funny because it's 5 ETH, so that would be great. Um, I had a dog that had a missiles on its back. So oh, let's talk yeah. about that while I look at it see if I still have this dog. Why don't you um... – I have a few different accounts, sorry. Will you just tell me what you think of Roadmap 2.0 and how you think the dogs fit in?
0: We, we, I think we've talked about this before, Chris, haven't we? As well, like there's a weird thing. Everyone assumes that, like on the roadmap, that they are num- uh That I think it's oh, I forget what's on there now about the the, the MMs uh, for the mutants and it's going to be a war. But um, uh, the only thing, the only thing that I will add to it at the moment is, is that I think that it might not necessarily be a war. The, the MM could actually be Roman numerals and it could be my tracing was some of the Roman numerals equate to Broadway in New York. So very far reaching. I have no clue if I'm right, but it'd be very fun if, if I am right that we all end up on Broadway.
1: I happen to think there'll be a video game and the apes are pure and the dogs are pure and the mutants are evil. Pure good, good versus evil, whatever you want to say. Holy shit, I sold the dog without even knowing it. It's all—it's good and bad, I guess.
0: <laughs> One less to look after.
1: One less dog to look after. Um, I love the dogs. I love the dogs because there's only 9,600. They haven't been mutated. No, I really don't have this dog. It's concerning. <laughs> I need to log in.
0: Gotta they, the dog down.
1: Well, you know that they haven't been mutated. Um, I really like the fact that they, well, there's one concern. They're not really a PFP shot. That's the only concern. They're a beautiful no. NFT, but they're not a PFP. And that's maybe.
0: They're, they're like going. an extra, aren't they? But I, th- I think they will play to the roadmap. I know, I know Chris was very excited because uh, I think, Chris, you pulled a gold dog, didn't you?
2: Yeah, Yeah, very lucky, but it's like, it's the hardest hold of everything I hold, because the floor I think touched 60 on them, and I was considering listing, Um, and then obviously it dropped back down to about 30, it's hard to know what to do, yeah, it's it's probably my longest hold, and I think I'm committed to holding it now, but I just don't think there's going to be really any major benefits to holding, you know, a rarer dog or a gold dog? I know people are saying, you know, gold apes will want matching, but I think we're talking a long way down the line. Um, and I've actually but your considered gold dog
0: could like, be—it could be the leader.
2: It is a good. It is a really nice one. It is a really nice it
0: one. It could be the leader yeah. of the mutant war.
2: But it's hard to know what to do with it. Really hard. Do you have any idea of what it's worth? Uh, I think around probably around forty in terms of um how good looking it is. Um, I think yeah about twenty five. What's the dog number?
1: look at it. your uh, wallet.
2: Uh yeah, oh yeah, it's through my profile. It's in my bio. Um public wallet. Two five four one, I think the dog is.
0: It's not up for sale yet, though, is it, Chris? Because obviously a sniper's obviously on his computer tapping away there, and you're going to lose your dog quick.
2: <laughs> it is listed, but it's higher than the floor. I've actually been trying to trade it for a gift goat. Um,
1: I have a gift goat.
2: Um, <gasps> Over the last oh, wow. two weeks. and I, As you know, Vicky had one partially agreed with a guy who then kind of
0: and Chris, you, you just missed that. So sniper he's going to swap his gift. No, I didn't say
2: that. At
1: all. No, he didn't. No, he didn't.
2: No, he didn't.
1: <laughs> it's not, why is it worth forty? You got the floor at nineteen and a half.
2: Yeah, this this is the thing. This is like the market that we're in at the moment. It's um, it's, it, tough, it's tough. yeah, and there's no way I would I would kind of I'm not an undercutter. You, so. you
1: wouldn't take twenty. Yeah, you're not going to take twenty. You'll wait.
0: So don't when you got so. obviously well, on, the, on the next bit is when you got all these dogs and then obviously uh then we got suddenly announced that we were getting these serums. So when when you got serums sniper, we were you like close to computer? Did you see all the serums drop him?
1: Yeah, you know what? I was I was buying them in the beginning at a very expensive price, which hurt me. But I did get a bunch for free, and then I sold out of a bunch of them. Um, I got out of everything, like slowly, eventually. But I, I I didn't do so great. I mean, it wasn't my I didn't play it all perfect. I'm not like the hugest. You know, I'm a purist. I like the apes and I like the mutants. I, I mean, I like the apes and I like the dogs. I'm not, I was never like the biggest fan of the mutants, but I do have some alpha on the mutants. If you want me to share.
2: Definitely. Well,
0: of course, if we don't mind sharing with everyone.
1: Let me see where I can find this. Hold on. Here's my mute. It's okay. We ready? You want it right now? Just read the list off, or we will discuss one point at a time. I'll read one, and then you guys tell me if you like it or not. Okay. Okay. Um, this is from my buddy. Why we think the Mutant Guy Club wins over the next one to six months. Okay. From my buddy, not me. From my buddy, Board APR Club has too much market cap to not protect the mutant interest. I mean that like they need to do something for the mutants, otherwise, you know, they could affect their whole market cap. Um, what do you think of
0: that? Yeah, I think that's a solid, solid like thing when it's a financial when there's so many new entrants to the to the club.
2: Yeah, for those yeah. That, I that haven't experienced it. any perks, like. We have IG um, apes. Yeah, I would agree.
1: Okay. Uh, I would say the next one um, it's easy entry for those into the into the yacht club, you know, and I think many of the same perks as the apes. And because it's easy entry, let's also remember I mean, I'm so bullish on apes right now because uh, let's take a side step. Coinbase, NFTs, I don't know when that happens, but when it does, it's going to be a blitz on apes. And here's why. Crypto punks, you can only buy them on Larva Labs. Unless you wrap them and then blah blah blah. I don't know why you need to wrap them. If you want a crypto punk, you go to Larva Labs, you put your ETH in, you buy the Crypto Punk. No other way to do it in my opinion. If you're gonna like really go for a Crypto Punk, just it's not gonna be available for you on Coinbase. So what's the next number one? Blue chip? You can't even come up with another answer other than Board API Club. So that's the that's the answer. And then Look about the mutants. You know, listen, I, as I'm a little bit of a snob, I'm a little bit of an early collector. I like my apes. I don't like mutants as much, you know. I'm going to stick with the apes. But the new collectors would be like, ooh, I could get in for the mutants. Why can't I just pay for the mutant? Mutants so cool and jazzy. Look at this. Good for them. They'll get in. I think that feeds the market. Does that make sense?
0: Yeah, I I think it's going to take a little bit of time as well because at the moment the people coming in for Mutants don't necessarily, they know they don't get tier one, so they're working out why they need to come in. But I think Roadmap 2.0 is going to answer that question.
1: Uh, It's going to, but we can't answer it today, can we?
0: Not right now, but maybe in two weeks' time for Halloween.
1: Right, right. Um. Boy, I, I, The Case of the Missing Dog is still going on. This could be a comic book. <laughs> Sniper and the Case of the Missing Dog. Uh, you know, if I didn't have the missing dog, I would have told you how I feel like the dogs, or I'm going off topic, how the dogs are all going to have weapons to shoot up the mutants and all that, but Sniper apparently lost his dog somehow.
0: That's why I've never understood why some of the dogs have slippers.
1: Slippers, I know. Some of them are barefoot bare.
0: Interesting, mm. right? And some of them have high tops as well. I mean obviously you know, I don't know. Most PFPs obviously they're always gonna be count that much better when they have weapons.
2: Mm.
0: So I've when always... you've got your serums sorry, Chris?
2: No, no, I was just I was just gonna say the gaps between M M one and M two mutants has been interesting and how that's not really sorted itself out. And with the serums as well. Let
1: me go take a look. I haven't looked at those in a while because I sold out of those. Are you guys holding serums?
0: Not anymore.
2: Yeah, I've got an M2. I've got an M2.
0: When the night when the serums came out, obviously, Sniper, did you have any idea that that you would be able to mint as well as receive serums?
1: Yeah, I mean, it was crazy. I received like $250,000 worth of NFTs that night. It was insane.
0: And did you mint any when you saw the button?
1: I minted minted one mutant, I think. One. Just one.
0: Did you get an M1 or
1: an M2? I got a... I minted a M2. Wow. And uh, have you kept,
0: kept him in your collection or has he gone on to a new new home?
1: A new home. I sold out of all I have one mutant left, the sniper bots mutant. Um sorry, I didn't post anything in here. I'm still chasing him. I was looking for my dog to post, but I don't know what happened to it. I'm really sad right now. This is awful. I don't know where it could have went. You know what i just maybe my broker sold it. I could to talked to him. Um It was calling me today. Okay, so then the Yacht Party, Halloween, New York City. I guess you get in with the mutants. So that's another good run on mutants, right? It means cheaper to get a mutant to go to the Yacht Party, right?
0: Yeah, I I think there'll be a lot of events, but I think that's what everyone's waiting for with MAYC to see see what comes next.
1: Do you guys know, uh, someone was telling me it's not like such a clear shot to get to get into the party you have to do a thing with the thing do you guys know how this party's working in new york city or no
0: Uh, yeah you you go to the gallery in the afternoon on the 31st um and then once you're at the gallery they give you a wristband which gives you access to the yacht party so at least you'll know obviously that you've got access and i believe you can take a plus one as well like that. all the numbers and limits are on the Discord-like set as to how many people can go in each place kind of thing. There's also going to be a warehouse party. There is also going to be a two-day merch pop-up. So obviously, I've got to take another case just to buy more merch.
1: <laughs> yeah, I mean, I'm going to have to just... I love merch. and I love board Apes. I love the whole... That whole story I told you in the beginning, I'm so proud of it. Like, I like every piece of merch. In fact, I even... I got some, like, really cool stuff, and I got an awesome sweatshirt, and I had two. One extra large was a blue uh, hundreds board apr club, and the other one was a, bl- a black with a pink on the back. I'm sure you've seen it. And I gave it to my brother-in-law. It hurt me inside, because I love <laughs> merch, and I love ape, but I was like, you know what? I love this man, and I'm going to give him something I love. And I'll go get a ton of merch. Like, any any other opportunity for merch, I'll just buy a ton of it, you know?
0: so yeah it's going to be great to see it's going to be great to see. It. i'm guessing that they will have uh as well as board eight like merch they'll also have new and merch which i'm kind of excited to see as oh, well. oh definitely i, ha- I hope I have there's a, a lot feeling of custom that chris... things, you know yeah i have a feeling that chris will be messaging me saying send photos
2: yeah can you stop please <laughs> chris no, stop. you'll
0: be You'll be saying send photos. Can you buy me this? And I'll well, ship if it someone
2: can cop me a red uh, BAYC cap, I'd be very grateful, seeing as I can't fly over and I'm banned from entering the country.
1: If I could get you one, uh, do you have a budget?
2: <laughs> uh, well, not really, because I can't fly. So, whatever would have gone on flights and accommodation.
1: <laughs> well, I hope you, I hope, I hope you feel you could trust me. I'll keep my eye out. If I could get you one, I will. All right?
2: That would I be. I have got a
1: cap
0: yet. I've missed. I've missed. I've managed to get like two hoodies, but I've missed caps, and I think they're the kind of quintessential part of merch is having a cap, oh, especially so like when you're in a bright, sunny place. You always need a cap.
2: I'm seeing people in the UK get their merch, and like I've got just got nothing. No email. No 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 tracker. Nothing. <laughs> I have good news
1: guys. I found the dog. I found the dog.
0: Can we all can we all not be stressed now?
1: Ah, it's calm down. There he is. I don't know what happened. There he is.
0: Dogs don't just go
1: missing. Well he's got missiles. (laughs) That's why he was upset.
0: He thought he'd lost his missiles.
1: Well that's a badass dog if we're gonna play weapons, you know?
0: Yeah. And he's got glasses yeah. on as well, so he can see everything, he computerized glasses.
1: But let's do it this way, Ready? Right? Think about it this way. If you think that the Board Ape Yacht Club is just going to, like, kind of, like, dance along and go to the next step of the process and just be another NFT out there, then I don't think that the, that the attributes and the missiles matter, right? And any of this stuff matters. But I tend to think, if they're forward-thinking and they have the resources and they have the dev team and they have, only Satoshi knows how much money they have. No, only Vitalik knows how much money they have. No, I'm just kidding. Not about. None of someone could do the math and figure out how much money they've raised and how much they have made on transaction fees. They could totally fucking do something amazing. Whether it's a, uh, you know, whether it's video game. I mean, wh- whether you apply it to video games. Or a reality show, not reality show, or a television show, where you apply it to toys, or you apply it to anything. Like they have a very good funding source, you know. And I say this because this is not a show, little show. I'm a co-founder of an amazing project called Chibi Apes, and we're small. I mean, we started with three people. We did a 0. 0.025 min price, 3,000 products sold out in 20 seconds. But like, we didn't do a 10,000 collection. We didn't do it at 0.08 ETH. You know, we're kind of like grassroots. I mean, they, we're not even talking about Board Abe doing it at 0.08 and selling 10,000. That's, how much math is that? That's 800 ETH, right? That whole collection selling out at 0.08. Um, that's a lot of money to begin with. But the transaction fees ever since then is a lot too. So it's like a legit startup. I know my business. You know, as Chibi Apes, like, you do a drop, you sell out, you immediately become an actual company and startup and a self-funding business, sort of, right? As long as things go, you do the right steps. BoardAte has done so many of the right steps. And we're about to party and do this whole thing in New York City with the yachts and the Halloween and all this stuff. I mean, I really kind of, like, expect them to over deliver so having an extra perk in a video game that i got missiles on my back i'd imagine that matters that's my take what's your
0: take i definitely think it's going to be very interesting because obviously nobody knew when they obviously first it was the dogs and then when they did the serums again nobody we were all waiting for like whether we had serum one or serum two And then all of a sudden, there's a mint button, which confused everybody I've spoke to. Nobody had any idea that that was going to even be a thing. So all of a sudden, these kind of extra people to the community. So I I hated
1: that. I hated that.
0: I just think it's, it's you never can second guess what they're going to do, which is why it makes them as an asset so appealing, because normally, you know, your judgment would say, be careful where you put your money kind of thing. But... Obviously, with their track record as it goes, is you're a bit like on a roller coaster. You're giving them your money, but you also know you're on a roller coaster journey of obviously surprises and delight.
1: Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, well, this, this is not, none of this is financial advice. I mean, this is all high stakes gambling with crypto money, you know, honestly, that's what this is. Um, things could roll one way and tomorrow morning we could wake up and apes are down five feet and it will fucking suck. I'll be in a bad mood. I promise. You know? But like, <laughs> I'm just saying like that's the reality. Or the other thing is I actually sold an ape. I sold something. I sold a V friend. My broker did. He's so good. He sold a V friend. Ah! We sold it for a pizza ape. Ah! It's a, it's a sale. I'm going to post it here. It's a sailor pizza ape
0: I think the pizza ones are actually going to be I'm expecting as much as we've had Arizona tea to come in, I think it's only a matter of time before uh, whoever it happens to be, a pizza company will come in and then it will be interesting to see whether or not A, they buy a pizza ape or B, whoever they negotiate with is smart enough to license their ape
1: You know, I'm trying to do a whole licensing thing on my apes and that's exactly what I was thinking. You're super smart, Vicky. Like, that's what I was thinking along those lines that having a pizza ape is so marketable. I mean, besides the fact that the floor is 90 ETH on it. Actually, the floor was 101, I think. Let's go check. so fun.
0: Yeah, I mean, I definitely think that they're underrated in terms of their future asset worth. Anything that's got something that is cultural like bubble gum, Why is
1: bubblegum be, gonna... cultural? Because Gary V likes it.
0: No, because in the eighties, you've got all the kind of different things. There's a lot of artwork around that has that kind of vibe of like the kind of Andy Warhol kind of. It. It's a bit different. It's a bit bit of a different trait. It's not necessarily a, a usual trait. It's kind of just out there. And you either like it or you don't. I think with the bubblegum thing, you either like it or you don't. Pizza, most people love because most people like kind of pizza, but again, buying what you like when it's your own. And then I always find if you buy something that you think other people will like because you're going to flip it, you're in for a wild ride.
1: I just shared the Pizza Ape for you,
2: they're definitely one of the most marketable for sure. Did you say the floor is well, you know, cool
1: about I uh, I think so 101 last I checked it was 90 when we made the trade but we took it off you know I'm not I don't have this is one of the ones I don't really want to sell um, although liquidity sounds very nice oh I don't keep it in that account anymore
0: yeah, I also think that some of the better-looking apes and mutants as well, it, there'll come a licensing deals in the next year or so, and they'll be included in cartoons and movies and children's books. I, th- I think it's it's without doubt it's all coming. And even the things that we think we think of, there's even more coming.
1: Yeah, no, you're right. And, I mean, let me tell you a little story here. I will, in a second. So back to the pizza Pizza ape. The floor's eighty-eight, then eighty-nine, then ninety, then hundred, then one eighteen, and then me at one twenty-five. That's it. But probably could sell for like eighty-five. Here's <coughs> excuse me. Here's the reason why it's so interesting. This pizza ape is because the hat is a sailor hat, and the shirt is a sailor shirt. And if you know much about generative art and how these things are determined by algorithms. The rarity, like the uh, the rare chance that you have a sailor hat and a sailor shirt, is worth a lot of money to begin with, in my opinion. Uh, Right? Even on rarity, if you want me to check. Yeah, and Uh, he's got got
0: a nice background as well. Orange backgrounds always very aesthetically pleasing. That's
1: right. Orange, you pay more for orange. So you got the orange, you got the theme, you got the ape. I mean, gosh, feel, feel bad for the other guy that we traded with. We, we actually, I traded my uh, beef friend lunch with Gary, my ladybug. I paid thirty one for it, and I might have sold it for like sixty ish. But we were able to work out a trade where we got this pizza ape. So, pays to be. Sometimes it's better to be lucky than beautiful. I don't know. How does
0: it work? Well, you've got a magic man, so you've got you've got you've got a helper. You've got a magic man, and that's what everybody needs in the crypto. I think we all need a magic man, a bit of magic.
1: You know, I forgot about the magic man. This wasn't that magic man. This is a different <laughs> magic man. This new magic man is more like a magician. And this guy, he's a professional magician. So he like takes mutants and he makes them go away and they come back with eth. He takes apes, they go away and he comes back with Eth. E. He's like a true mag- magician. He's so good that after the pizza ape deal, I bought apebroker.eth and I just sent it to him. I'm like, you are the ape broker. So... It pays, though, because, you know, people don't understand that. Like, you like, oh, my God, you would pay a fee to someone to buy an ape? Yes. I run multiple companies. Negotiating for any of these NFTs with people in Discord is a pain in the ass. Yeah. And if I have a professional that could do it better than me, sure, you know, I'll do it.
0: Yeah. Well, don't be surprised if your DMs after this get hit up by people saying, how much will you charge me to give me access to your magic man or your magician?
1: <laughs> exactly the magic man he doesn't want to talk to anybody anymore he barely talks to me he like trusted he flipped so many crypto punks this year he was like he told me he was like dude I came home one day and I told my wife that like and he took all the money out you know like he took not like dude, I, don't, I don't want to say exactly but he's multiple hundred ETH he made this year in buying low selling high and brokering crypto punks isn't that sick? And he has one CryptoPunk that's listed for, like, rightfully so, he has a very nice attribute on it that's, like, it's listed for, like, 400 E, something crazy.
0: And what I find interesting is, like, I find a lot of people, like, want, want a CryptoPunk and the, kind of the legacy that goes in it. But that's where I kind of, like, I don't know. It's, like, I was working out the other day. I see a tweet going around about somebody saying, would you rather have one CryptoPunk or three apes? And I still, I still think, right from the very beginning, I've always preferred Apes than CryptoPunks. So I don't see that changing.
1: Um, you know, I agree aesthetically. I really love the Apes. I do because it means a lot to me. And I'm an ape. Like I'm in a business with Spasta as Chibi Apes. I literally brought in another CEO. I'm a CEO of a business. He's a CEO of a business. Just because I'm such an ape, I go so deep and so ham on everything. As as such an ape, that like I need people around me that are more like cats. You know what I'm saying? Um, so I really identify with the apes. I don't identify as much with the mutants. I'm being honest, but I identify so much with the apes, um, and it means something to me. You know, it really does. But the reality is, CryptoPunks, like Visa, bought one not because Visa wants to flip it. Visa bought one to put it in their historic Hall of Fame. Like, you know, to transact, to keep a piece of history of one of the first NFTs and something that's part of global history forever, part of e-commerce history, Visa, transferring money to ETH and buying a CryptoPunk and then storing it away in their, like, vault of historic artifacts, is just monumental. It's monu-fucking-mental, you know? It's crazy to think about and I see them
2: sorry I see them as the ultimate flex like the old, it is, it's, it's the, the ultimate
1: you don't get better Yeah, hey, you don't get better and the thing is like I told my my dad a couple months it was like a month ago and they were at like 70th floor sixty eighth floor I don't know, around that range or something like that I was like dad just you know what he was asking me about it because he sees my success with this and he knew I had one And I was like, dude, just let me put one on a hard drive wallet, give it to your grandkids, fractionalized, and you'll just put it on a hard drive wallet. You'll never, ever think about this thing again, and it will just go on for your grandkids forever. You know? He didn't do it because he's, like, a little nervous, and I don't want that responsibility, my dad's money or whatever, but, dude, I was so fucking right. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? I was so right.
0: So when when did you tell your dad at the beginning you were getting involved in crypto...
1: No, not at all. No, I'm like very kind of like independent. So, you know, like it's more like I do. And then I tell them after the fact and they go, holy shit. Like, <laughs> all right. Like, let's just hope he's okay. You know, that's like my whole family is like, we hope he's okay. you know. Um, and then when, the you, of- when
0: you did explain, how did they, did their jaws just drop open trying to work out the kind of an ape on a piece of paper?
1: that's interesting you know um, I'm not very shy like I'm very like out there and especially when like things go my way and I'm like things are going good I love to tell my family and friends and people around me so like I think they like I told my family and my friends and they were like even my buddy that got me into it and just the reactions like only fucking you only fucking you you know like you fucking lucky piece of shit you know That's in a nice way, in a loving way, you know, um, was kind of the reaction. And I think my my family was the same. My mom was like, sell everything, sell, sell everything.
0: No way, you can't,
1: you know. Um, But. So would you be classed as
0: the black sheep of the family?
1: No, only because I'm super successful in real life. If if I was like like had a shitty job and like didn't get no, it together. I'm, when,
0: when I say the black sheep, I mean the, the, the person who's likely to do all the opposite of what everybody else does. Like the, the mere fact that you chose to do this and everyone's like, Oh
1: Yeah, definitely. I mean definitely. Yeah. Well, I've, I've just kinda like done it my own way. My dad my father was a doctor, um, without doxing me too much and he wanted me to take over his practice and do the same thing and I was just like, No way. You know, I don't want to do it. So I just kind of like figured it out my way in business. And, and, um, doesn't mean it's all easy, you know, but there have been some really magical moments along the way that are, are fun stories. Have nothing to do with mutants, unfortunately, though. Well, fortunately, maybe.
0: So if you could pick one, one crazy NFT story in amongst your journey so far, what would that be like? The most. I don't know, crazy or surprising element of, of that.
1: I feel like I've shared so many. Um, craziest story, like the greatest win financially?
0: Anything. Anything that made you kind of either like just feel you were at the top of the roller coaster or, or that just took your breath away. It could be anything.
1: I have one thing that took my breath away, and it does. it takes a lot to take my breath away. Um... So, I'll get there fast, but I never told this story. This is the greatest story that hasn't been told yet. And basically, the story is that back in June, when I was buying CryptoPunks, the same money that I put into CryptoPunks, which I put like 18 ETH into CryptoPunks, and uh, sorry, not CryptoPunks, uh, the same money I was buying with Bored Apes, lack of sleep will do that to you. The same money I was putting into Bored Apes. I was sucking out of Bitcoin to put into ETH to buy board apes, So I was doing it drips and drabs. And then, that's still a lot of money. But it was cool that I had the crypto. I didn't have to use U.S. fiat. You know? I was like, nice, I could just use crypto. It felt like I didn't have to even pay for it. You know, I mean, maybe I am paying for it when Bitcoin goes to a gazillion. I'm going to buy more Bitcoin. It doesn't matter. ton soon. Um, I'm going to wait for one more little dip. And then I'm going to load up on some Bitcoin. But when around that time, I was buying something called Chibi's. Chibis NFT. That's what the original G1 project is for for uh, Chibis. And I had these in my wallet. I bought one, I bought two, I bought three. I just like, the first one I bought was a king. It was a little kid. It's like a kid Bitcoin guy with a king crown and a Bitcoin necklace. And um, he, here. Yeah, I just posted my CryptoPunk and then I'll get to the king. Hold on. Get distracted here. You might as well show this CryptoPunk. There you go. So um, I bought this King Chibi, and then I was buying up a few others. I thought they were cute, like little like zombie ones. And then they had these weird drops where it was like these boxes on the internet because they didn't have mints then and whatever. And um, way back when in June, they didn't have it back in my day. And <laughs> and it was a contest. It was like whoever got to have the most of these by the number 96, it would release 10 a week. By number 96, would get a special Alien. So I'm a competitive guy. Obviously, I buy them all up. And then at the end, you know, I was like, so what are we doing, Fabs? That was the name of the artist, this guy in Europe. And beautiful 3D art. Chibi's NFT. I mean, beautiful stuff. So I was like, what are we doing? He's like, yeah, well, no, we only have like 23 holders. We only have 100 pieces. It's like you bought all of the, all them at the end. No one gives a shit. Like, I want to quit. And I'm like, you're not fucking quitting. I mean, selfishly, guys. I mean, I have 15 of the underlying. I have 15 of these chibis NFTs. And I'm like, he has to have another generation. Otherwise, my shit's going to be worth nothing, you know? So I was, like, at this point, like, learning the game, like, one and a half months in. And I'm, like, thinking to myself, we got to make another generation. And I'm, like, a geek. Like, I'm dying here. The most exciting thing in the world would be if I have my own project. But, A, I'm not an artist. B, I'm not a developer. I'm just good at business and connecting people and making deals, you know? So, I was like, all right, let's see what I can do. So I said to Fabs, I'm like, listen, I find developers for a living. Let me find you a developer who will do the job, and and he was like, oh, and one step backwards actually is the crypto punk broker. He comes back in the equation, the magic man. He sees my wallet when he gives me the crypto punk, and he goes, what is this bullshit in your wallet? I go, what bullshit? He goes, chippies. I go, why is it bullshit? He goes, because it doesn't have a contract. The guy just uploaded pictures to OpenSea and you bought it. It's bullshit. I was like, oh, I was kind of offended too. Then I said something politely but kind of offensively to Fabs, and I was like, dude, how come your ship's not on a contract? Like, kind of looks lousy. I was told by my broker. He's like, yeah, I know, I know. I don't know how to do that, but you know, one day maybe we could do something like that. And I was like, okay, but well, what if I get a developer for that? And you know, where, where it just wasn't the story. And he was like, yeah, you could. He's like, okay, maybe. Well, have, what, how would that work? And I was like, oh, we'll figure out like a deal and you know, I'll pay for the developer, whatever. We fast forward, I brought in my friend pasta, who has experience in multiple startups, um, has had a couple of successful exits in the tech world. He has a also has a business in the crypto sports uh, world that he had an exit on, so he has more experience with me. I brought him in, we crafted a deal, we got this great developer. His name's Fubar, he's like a celeb developer, he's one of the like known and a few developers out there, and um, we had 3,000 chibi apes. We said, we're going to do a test. We don't want to jump into another 10,000 project, because I think that's scary, and my name's on the line, and if we don't sell out, I'm going to take it personally. So like I said, let's do 2,000. They convinced me to do 3,000. We did 3,000 at .025 mid-price, which is wicked cheap. I mean, that's US, 120 bucks. Sold out 20 seconds. That was the magic moment. The fact that, like, you could have influence and change and that you could be involved in the story, just a little collector who liked some art, have some hustle, some grind, and pull some people in, make some conversations, stay up late, force these magical, dreamy conversations. You know, like Willy Wonker, they say I'm the dreamer of dreams or whatever, we dream the dreamer of dreams. I'm a fucking dreamer. And you know how many times I've dreamed of an idea and it hasn't happened in my life? So when we sold out in 20 seconds, I swear to God, I got the chills, and I honestly I haven't stopped since. But the chills are still like in my body ever since that moment. It's like I'm living a dream, you know? Like it's really cool. Um, the guy Spasta, my partner, he whatever it was, he needed something, whether it's my car or whatever it was, I don't know. He needed something for me. It wasn't my car; it was something else. And because um, he lives local with me, and I'm like, dude, whatever you want, you fucking made my dream happen. You know, like, I don't think this got done by myself. I probably would have scared the guy away with my passion and excitement. So that is all good. And then I thought we were kind of relieved at that magic moment where we, twenty sec- I like magic, I guess, With 20 seconds this thing sells out. And then what happened was right after that is that you get hit in the stomach. You think that you're done because you had a drop? No. Get ready for the reveal. Make sure nothing's fucked up. Day before the reveal, of course something's fucked up. You know, like, that's how it is, right? And in this and while you're doing this, it's me, Matt Spasta, and Fabs. While we're doing this, dude, I have four kids. I have a real life business that I'm ignoring. I got a family and kids that I'm ignoring. All I'm doing is sitting on the computer to try to deliver on these results. And honestly, it hasn't stopped. I'm obsessed with trying to make this project, you know, what I want it to be. And I think we're doing a good job. We're six X on our floor price. We're about point sixteen, point seventeen. Um I think we have some beautiful I could post them in a second if you want to see them. Uh wasn't supposed to be a shill session. But <laughs> the point of the magic is the point of the matter is though, why that was such a magic moment is because you nothing, there are no rules to this industry yet. And if you get on spaces and you meet the right people and you get in Discord and you chase it down, there's a hundred and one ways to skin a cat here, guys. There's a hundred and one ways to get involved in a project. You could flip NFTs, sure. You could make businesses in NFTs. You could even, a college, you know, someone who's not as confident that they could go do all this stuff, they could just literally be a Twitter consultant in NFTs and charge people ETH. How do I know? Because I pay those people. <laughs> I used to. I don't like paying people for Twitter promotion anymore. But you know what I'm saying? Like, There are so many ways to skin a cat here. The industry is so new. And I equate it to the go- I'm going to leave it with this, the gold mine. It's like the, uh, like, uh, the gold rush. People ran to San Francisco for the gold rush, the gold, the gold, the gold. When they got there, old gold was gone. But you know who made so much money? The people selling the pickaxes, the shovels, and the people selling the jeans, Levi Strauss, the overalls. You know? I just think along the way there's so many opportunities and it's 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 fascinating to me. So the moment it sold out like that was the coolest moment in NFTs because it showed me that power of networking Could create a community. We Discord went from like 500 people to 14,000 people when we got involved, and it was—it's not about a picture; it's about a community. And the people are still there, and they're still in the chat room, and they're helping with Twitter. And they, you know, there's mods, and there's people that some of them are working for free, and some of them are just working for Chibis. And it's—it's really fucking wicked cool. This is not just about buying a picture of an ape, you know. Yeah, that's where it started.
0: Yeah, and that's a big thing is like I, I hear consistently obviously people are talking about how much they made and how much they lost and what they flipped. And there's some of us old enough that have been around social media long enough to see what is really going on. Is like who's pulling the levers, for who's doing what. And obviously it's the, the sort of the community is obviously building people up that are coming through so that everybody can be on that same boat together. And, you know, when you see artists that have successful one-of-ones, it's it's such a heartwarming feeling that, that those people are all kind of getting, obviously, that eyeballs on their work. It's pretty amazing. Yeah, I mean, you know what
1: I never knew? You know what I never really knew until until I got involved in the space and I have another artist we're going to be working with for the next couple of weeks. We, I just flew to Texas this week. I was, never, I was never into art, Vicky. I was never an art broker. I was never like an art marketing representative. But you just kind of roll with the punches. You know, you roll with what comes to you. And I'm feeling like extremely passionate about this space. So I'm going to keep going. But what I never realized was so we met this guy in Texas, one of the guys who works in a different part of my company, serendipitously met this guy. And um, I don't want to say names and stuff yet, but he is really talented. And we're going to roll something out with him soon. But what I never understood is the artist struggle until now. You know, the story here was this, this person was a street performer. His wife painted him with silver paint and he stared, st- stood in the hot sun in, in Texas just standing there, street performing like a robot all day to make ends meet, you know, until like fast forward to now. He has a, art in a few galleries. He's a, an artist in, in Austin, well-known artist. He's now coming into the NFT space. And when I sat and talked with him and I got to understand like what he went through it's eye-opening you know like like i said i never studied art i wasn't an artist i'm not an artist i can't draw a picture can't do anything artistic at all or music related just not me you know but now so i actually am learning so much and one of the things that just it so we're doing this um iconic piece with this artist so he's gonna make a certain number of icons you know anyone from uh I don't want to give it too much away. Anyone from Michael Jordan to, I'll just say Michael Jordan to other popular iconic figures, you know, and one of them is going to be the artist. And I was like, dude, you have to do it as you being the silver street performer. I was like, cause like that's to me, that means so much, you know, like the journey I, I in business. I have a journey. I have a long, another fucking long story about business that chew your ear off for an hour right of how I got to do some of the cool shit I did in business. But like it was all a journey, you know? There were definitely those moments and that, you know, there there could very well always be those moments where you're just like, fuck, how do I figure this out, you know? Yeah. Um, but but I like that journey and that's cool, you know. Sorry I got well, off topic a little.
0: That's all right. We really appreciate your time and coming on with us and telling about your journey. It's always amazing to hear about kind of obviously the BAYC and the MAYC journey.